Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. In today's episode, we have our first ever episode collaborating with another podcast. We talked to Izzy and Gilliam from Teen Girls Investigate Crime. Originally started as a school project, this podcast has become something these girls have worked incredibly hard on. In their podcast, they look into different criminal cases, add their own opinions and spark a discussion on different theories, which makes this podcast so engaging. We'll be talking to the hosts about the origins of their podcast, their goals and their advice okay um so where does your love for true crime come from um we both have always been pretty interested in true crime i guess um my love for true crime really started when i listened to the serial podcast but before that i was always really interested in like mystery shows and books and stuff and i guess listening to that podcast just really got me into true crime and then i started listening and watching other true crime shows and it became a big interest of mine Hmm. um I guess I've all like same with Jill I've always been like super fascinated by true crime whether that was like watching the stupid Dateline NBC videos on like Instagram when you're scrolling and you see them (laughs) or like watching a mystery show on TV like I remember I watched Sherlock when I was in like seventh grade um (laughs) but I like when I, I started listening to Crime Junkie when Jillian told me to and I really liked it and then I also started watching BuzzFeed Unsolved, and that's when I, like, really started to yes. spiral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually quite funny, because I I was literally just watching Britain's Most Evil Killers with my sister. <laughs> um, so I, I love those programs as well. They're just so interesting. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, how dark they are or not, but they're just great. Um, so what are your favourite platforms or shows to watch to find out about different crime cases? Well, like I said earlier, like, we both really like Crime Junkie, and we were, like, super inspired by them to start our podcast, but, and we learned about, like, cases from their show, and we both collectively watch a lot of BuzzFeed Unsolved, but that's also <laughs> mostly for comedy, Yeah. Um, and we also find, like, a lot of our ideas from searching, like, the most interesting true crime cases on Google, and you can find, like, so much, like, information in the most obscure places. Like, I know Jill has found, like, interesting stuff on Google Groups, which is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. And um, I found, I honestly find so much information on fandom accounts, which fandom is accounts. <laughs> really weird, yeah. You can find weird stuff in the weirdest places, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just spoke a bit about, like, your interest in crime what about have you always wanted to start a po- podcast or was it just your shared interest interest in crime that le- led you to want to run a podcast together uh I guess it was both I always thought about starting a podcast but like never actually did because I thought no one wanted to hear one teenager's opinion about a murder case but you know <laughs> teenagers I guess really changes the game yeah so we like talked about true crime together and we never just really knew how passionate both of us were about it We'd always kind of lightly talked about it, but nothing in depth, in depth or anything. 
And then we just started doing a podcast and we kind of learned a lot more about how interested we were in it. And the podcast was such a random idea too. Like, so we're in the IB program at our school and we had to do like a sophomore personal project. And we were really planning on doing something stupid that wouldn't take that much time. Like, just <laughs> like, you know, yay, I made pizza. But <laughs> I was staring off into space and I was just like, hey, let's make a true crime podcast. And I did. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's just, it's just so weird that we came up with, like, doing it from there. Because like she said, like, all of our classmates are, like, knitting a hat or making a dress. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Just, that's wrong. What we no, I love it. Doing until we decided to make it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, for those who may also be inspired to start a podcast, could you tell us a bit about the beginning process of setting it up? So, like, the styling of filming the episodes and, like, creating your Instagram and the theme and stuff like that? I mean, the first thing we did is, like, a lot of research. We read a bunch of blogs and watched a lot of YouTube videos. But the first thing we, like, really did was we made an Instagram account because, like, that was a better way to gain interest and attention from, like, people our age in a way to, like, spread our platform. And then we, like – oh, so I edit episodes. So I spent, like, a lot of time learning how to use the platform we edit on, which is GarageBand. And I mean, I just kind of messed around with it for like a super long time before I actually like edited an episode. And then also we had to find like a publishing platform, which took Mm. so long. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of them, you would like upload an episode and they'd be like, okay, um, pay us $50 or okay, (laughs) your trial's ending in two days. So now we're using like this really janky free one called Sounder. And it's the worst, but we're broke. We so. can't do we're broke teenagers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So what has been your favorite part so far when running this podcast? So I honestly couldn't just pick one. Like, I love putting effort into something and then having, like, a real product to show for it. Like, because I'm a teenager, like, my only thing that I'm putting work into is school, really. And there's not a lot to show for all of my school work and commitment to school. And it's a really rewarding process to work so hard for something and then have an episode come out one week. And it's just great. And I also love having the excuse to do a lot of true crime research because (laughs) I mean, people think it's creepy otherwise. And now I have like something to say that I have to do it for. Yeah, that's that's really true. Um, My favorite part is definitely choosing names and descriptions for our episodes. So, I mean, I guess like one of the first things that we did was like, we need to have weird names for each of our episodes (laughs) that are like, you wouldn't really get it unless you listen. So, yeah. like, our our last episode was about a girl who was having dreams about being kidnapped, and then she was actually kidnapped. And- I listened to that Ooh. one. That was yeah. interesting. <laughs> and Jillian's idea was, what if we called it Dreams Do Come True? We're also a little dark. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, like, my favorite thing. But I also really love recording because you can just, like, such, like, things flow and you can come up with, like, so many different things that you didn't think were originally going to come out. Like how Jill said earlier, <laughs> how we, like, come up with a lot of our, um, like, theories when we're recording that we didn't think of before. Yeah, we will do so much research and talk about a case so much. And then we'll just be recording and we'll say, like, wait, I didn't even think about this. And then share <laughs> And we promise you that's not, like, a tactic to get you to be more interested or anything. Like, we 
<laughs> yeah yeah it was like in your like you said your last one about the girl who was having dreams you said something about gd and you were like oh my god what happens if it's like god because of her like religion and i was like oh god yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so on the opposite side what have you struggled with the most because there are some ups and downs with starting such a new podcast yeah and i mean we knew that there were going to be a lot of things that were going to be hard about it And I mean, honestly, the hardest thing for us is just getting listeners and kind of retaining them. Because I mean, Mm -hmm. like true crime is super, it's like a very acquired taste. And there's so many true crime podcasts. Yeah. So like Mm -hmm. some people love it. Some people hate it. And not a lot of adults want to hear two teenagers talking about murder and true crime cases. (laughs) So I mean, I guess that's the hardest thing. And then also, yeah, like you'll have 150 listeners on one episode and then the next episode will get like 15. And it's just, it's really mm. like a dice roll. Mm. Yeah, that's the same with us as well. I feel like some of the episodes we think are going to do really well, like just don't because yeah. it's, you just can't predict it. Like it's just dependent on the people. Mm. Um, yeah. So I agree with that, definitely. Um, what has been the biggest motiv- motivator for you guys to keep going with your podcast? So this is going to sound totally cheesy, but (laughs) listeners, like, knowing that we have people listening to what we have to say every week is so fulfilling, and I just love it, and I love when I have, like, specific people will reach out on Instagram and give us some positive feedback. It's just so great, because I feel like all my work is, like, paying out, and, like, I don't know, it's just so nice to know that my work is something that's keeping someone else entertained. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. I mean, it's just, like... It's so fun. Like, I have friends who listen to our podcast, and they're like, hey, I love the last episode. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's so nice. Plus, yeah. 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 I feel like homework are, like, the only things I have going on lately. (laughs) I feel like we've kind of been, like, struggling with that lately. Like, we had a little break where we kind of losing motivation. But then at the beginning of the new year, Hannah, like, posted, like, little bits of guests we've had. And then we got like quite a lot of like new followers from it because the guests reposted it and it was just a lot. I don't know. It was like a bigger motivator, like you said, like people are still listening. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a big thing for us too. Like over the break, we had like a three week break last week for the holidays and Mm -hmm. we were both trying to research. We're like, we're going to make so many episodes and just have them ready and then we would do research run and be like, oh my gosh, this is like, I don't like, there's something about having a time like period that you have to get something done to where you're like super motivated to continue. Mm, yeah. So we like, yeah, that's definitely another thing too. Yeah. So how do you balance running this podcast with other aspects of your lives? I mean, because of the pandemic and online school, we definitely have like a lot more free time. I, yeah. like, I can't even imagine how we would do this during like regular life. And I mean, it's still challenging because of homework. And since we both have like other commitments, like in terms of extracurriculars. But I mean, I think being so passionate about something, it like really helps us make time to do work and to do research and to record And I mean, it doesn't feel like a chore, like it doesn't feel like an assignment. It's like seriously like an outlet that helps you like escape Mm. from school and everyday stress. And it's just really fun. It's kind of ironic that we look at murder cases as an outlet for our stress. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so moving on to the actual episodes and cases, do you have a favorite case or episode that you've recorded so far? So mine would definitely be episode nine, which is the Kyron Horming case. It's the best case that is like between Underdone and Infamous, which is like really good space for true crime research purposes. Like the Infamous mm. cases can be really hard to do sometimes because there's just so much out there that by the time we're recording, we're not really sharing our own ideas. We're sharing like other people's theories and whatnot. Mm. And Underdone cases are just really hard because there's so little research that you can mm-hmm. do on them. And it's just really challenging, but this is like a good space where you can get a lot of research and then kind of come up with your own theories about what's going on. And it was a really good case and it was just really interesting, actually. Yeah. And I mean, mine is probably episode eight, which is the case of the Dermans, because it was just like, it was such a weird case. And I mean, we talked about like so many theories and went into it in a way that was like, it was like one of those cases that's like, it was kind of like the Kyron Horman case where it was kind of underdone, but at the same time there was information on it, but there weren't that many theories circulating. So we came up with like some really weird theories for that one. And that one is definitely <laughs> one of our cases that was more, we could talk about it in a way that was more light, I guess. I suppose. Like, it, it, I mean, nothing about true crime is light, but the fact that yeah. like, <laughs> we could just go so many different ways with it made it just a really interesting episode to do. Um, but I also really like doing the Casey Anthony case, which was episode 11, because I mean, I think it was just really interesting and so twisted, but in a way that made it more like, it was just really interesting to research. Yeah, we also got to cover our first like, criminal trial in that case, which is fine, because I mean, I really want to be a lawyer. So all that stuff I'm very familiar with. And I think it was really cool to do that. Yeah. Since in this episode we have obviously another podcast coming on, I really want to tell you guys about this other podcast that I've really been loving. It's called The Life Comes At You Fast Podcast and it's hosted by longtime friends Emily and Savannah. They talk about topics around wellness, mental health, self-image, the environment and other subjects that are integral to their friendship. The hosts give listeners informative yet casual conversations to enjoy, which I personally love. I love things that are really informal Um, And obviously, life comes at you fast, so they're there to remind you that you aren't alone in the chaos, which I think is a really good message to send during times like this, obviously, with the pandemic that is still going on into the new year. Okay. Right. Well, coming from a future lawyer, um, have you you heard of any cases where you think the person convicted was innocent? Um, So, yes, definitely. The case that comes to mind first for me is the one that they did in the Serial podcast about a man named Adnan Sayed. And I'm, like, 99% sure he's not guilty. And, I mean, it's a pretty popular opinion for anyone that's, like, listened to the podcast. But he's just, like, the first person that comes to mind when I think of a false conviction. Yeah, and, I mean, I totally agree with that. I mean, honestly, I don't think – I've never researched a case specifically for our podcast that I think that the person who was convicted was, like, necessarily innocent. And the only one that I can think of is Anunziad, too. So, yeah. Mm. What, what, why do you think he was innocent instead? I guess it just, all the theories were circumstantial and the court case was really turned against him. Mm-hmm. He had a terrible lawyer. No one was really on his side. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of um, prejudice against him. So I think that led to his conviction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. And um, I feel like that was one of the, and they were also relying on one witness, basically one person 
who wasn't even necessarily really close to him at the time, like basically made this whole case around him that made him look guilty, even though it was all circumstantial. Like not a lot of it was evidence-based, so. Mm. It's awful when that happens though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, are there any cases that are unsolved, but you have theories of who did it? Uh, John Bennett. That yeah. That's the right one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and thinking about like, other cases that we've done I mean literally so many crime cases are like that because you have one person who looks so guilty and yet they don't have enough evidence to take them to trial like Casey Anthony is another example of that well they took her to trial and yeah it was the weirdest trial ever (laughs) (laughs) um so you were saying about the John Bonnet we have a I'm not sure if you'll know this, but the Madeleine McCann case. Have you ever heard of that one? Oh, I know that yeah. Case. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just in England or not. No, we, but that, yeah. Yeah. we just haven't done it because it's very infamous and one of our favorite podcasts did it and we try to avoid like crossing their paths. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. It's such a, a strange... It's just, it's so weird, really. That yeah, one. and I mean, that one... I listen, I've listened to like so many podcasts on that one because I was just like really interested in it. And the fact mm. that it happened yeah. so long ago and they're just getting, like, new stuff now that's pointing to someone who possibly mm. did it, just, like, I don't mm. know, it's crazy. I feel like in the UK especially, it's, like, the only, one of the only cases where, like, everyone wants to know what mm-hmm. happened. And, like, it's been ingrained in our lives since we were, like, little kids. And yeah. it's, I feel like anyone in the UK, if you ask them, would pay so much money just to know the truth behind that, that one yeah. case. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's kind of like the John Bonnet Ramsey case here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's just, I, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but um, it's just, it's honestly so crazy to me that true crime is something that's kind of just happens like all over the world. And you can kind of have like cases that happen and like the UK, for instance, we know about that case, and you guys probably know about a lot of cases that happen here in the US. It's just kind of crazy to me that you yeah. can hear about stuff that's happened like in a totally different country than you and have theories about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have there been any cases that have haunted you to this day because of like how twisted they are or how like strange the circumstances were of the death? Um, so I guess there's two big ones for me. One is the disappearance of Sneha Phillip. It's a very underdone case, but I just, the circumstances were very strange. She disappeared right, like, before 9-11 in New York. So no one really heard about her disappearance. And I just think the circumstances were very strange. And that one will always kind of haunt me. And the John Bonet case will always haunt me, too, just because I know it will probably never be solved, which is so infuriating. And because it was our first episode, I guess I have a stronger connection to it. Mm-hmm. And those would be the two that really haunt me the most. And for me, I guess... <laughs> The only case that's ever like re- that I've ever researched that truly haunted me and like chilled me to the bone is the Larry Eiler case, which we're actually going to be doing an episode on or releasing an episode in a few weeks on. And he's better known as an interstate killer, but basically he killed, he murdered more than 20 men in the span of like two years. And he's never talked about, like, I didn't even know about him until I like accidentally stumbled upon the case. But it's just, like, it's so sad to me that, like, it was, it's a solved case, but at the same time, like, it affected so many people and nobody knows about it. 
because there are so many cases, how do you choose which ones to talk about? Like, are there some that you find too sensitive or too difficult to discuss in like a casual conversational setting? Um, so I guess we try to avoid the ones that are especially gory because I personally just don't like them. I, I can't, like, that's not my area, which is kind of funny because of my interest in true crime, but I do not like anything that is too gory. Izzy can handle it a little bit better than I can, but I do try to avoid that a little bit or at least sugarcoat it in our episodes, I guess. Yeah. But otherwise, we do like a very wide variety of cases and like I prefer unsolved and like missing persons cases and Izzy kind of prefers the exact opposite like solved murder cases so we end up end up covering just a huge variety of cases because of our diverse interests yeah and I mean mm-hmm. we I don't I think we've really only done one case which is a Black Dahlia case that was like so gory to the point where it was like hard to talk about and I mean, personally, I really did not like doing that episode. It was a two, it was our only two-part <laughs> episode. And it was like one of our like beginning episodes too. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's hard to judge that one because it was one of our beginning episodes. And I just, I think we did have a lot of expectations because it is such a popular case and it kind of did not pan out. And something that is that gory and gruesome is really hard to like talk yeah. about in a, not a light way, but not in such a heavy way. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're still doing episodes. You just said that you're going to release one in a few weeks that we just discussed. But where do you hope your podcast goes in the future? Well, I mean, we really want to try and do this for as long as we can because we both really love doing it. And I mean, we hope our podcast takes off in the future. Like, we want to be a big name podcast. I mean, I'm sure every beginner podcast does. I'm sure you guys do, too. it's really a big motivator and you want to be like a household name like crime junkie or like serial or any of those other podcasts that are big and I mean I guess that's a very big goal but mainly we just want to get a bigger fan base and some more weekly listeners so we know that we really have some like devoted fans I also just think it would be yeah. so cool if we had, like, a celebrity listen. I mean, that's, like, a big goal, but, like, I, there would be nothing more rewarding to, to find out that a famous person listens to my podcast. Yeah, no. That would be great. Yeah, that would be, that would be mental. <laughs> and I mean, like, yeah, we just really love doing it, and we hope to continue doing it through high school and maybe even after. Yeah, eventually we're going to have a problem, though, because I know yeah. teen girls investigate crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like 40 and be like teen girls are best make time. That's a little bit like us though, little women. Well, I'm someone we're like 30, we're not really <laughs> little women anymore, yeah. are we? No, I feel like we're little women though because of our height. Like, like yeah. <laughs> really small. Um so to conclude, what is your final piece of advice for anyone wanting to start a podcast, especially for those who may also want to discuss something similar to you quite sensitive topics so I just say you know do it start a podcast I promise you won't regret it we both enjoy it so so much and I guess my biggest piece of advice for someone starting a podcast is to make sure that you're willing to put in the effort it is not going to be enjoyable if you don't want to fully commit to it and you want to make sure everyone in your group wants to commit to it and that's like the best thing and that's the most important thing because you want to be so passionate about it that it doesn't feel like work Exactly. And I mean, at first we had like a trouble, like trouble with a group member who didn't necessarily like want to do it and didn't want to keep doing it after the project or like sophomore project was due. And Jill and I, of course, like we're so passionate about it. And it's just something that we love, love doing. 
So yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice too. Make sure you research it before you do it. So you know how much work it is. But like, it's just, if you want to do it, do it. Go for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would totally agree with that advice. I feel like the same thing. Like if you're not passionate about it, it's definitely going to become more something that you have to do rather than you want to. And then at that point, like, you just don't want to do it yeah. anymore yeah mm-hmm. um well thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast i've really enjoyed recording this episode and it's our first one with another podcast like we've never oh, recorded yeah. like awesome. with two <laughs> the first time he's so ever you're, like, talked to other podcasters also yeah <laughs> <laughs> first time for everything. yeah this has been awesome uh, do you guys want to um take a minute to tell listeners um where they can find you your instagram where they can listen to your podcast everything yeah, like that so we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, like all the pretty big name podcast platforms, I guess. And you can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at tgic.podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, you can basically find us anywhere that you yeah. get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I'll leave those links in the description. So if anyone listening wants to go and listen to some true crime, we really recommend this podcast. It's one of our favorites. And like we said we've really enjoyed recording this episode um so other than that make sure you guys follow us on instagram it's at the little woman podcast and you can hear more about guests we've got coming up or um our weekly favorites our day in the lives everything happens over there (laughs) um so thank you again girls and we'll see everyone next week Bye. Bye. bye Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you want to find us elsewhere, you can follow our Instagram at the Little Women Podcast, where you can ask future guest questions, hear about new episodes coming up, and also see what we get up to behind the scenes. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five-star rating. We upload every other Sunday, so we'll see you then for a brand new episode.